Yo, 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 peeps. I hope everybody's good. Enjoying a wonderful holiday Monday. I hope everybody's cool. Everybody's doing good. Sliding into this like a baseball player. Sliding the home plate. You know. Uh, today is Monday, September 7th. Children are going back to school next week. The 14th, I believe, or the 15th, which would be a week tomorrow, the Tuesday. Uh, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Sorry about the noise. We're not the middle, but we're in a pandemic. Um, I believe we are... The healing's begun. Um, I think a lot of the stuff is uh, starting to come to the surface, and a lot of people are starting to ask questions. Um, our biggest problem is going to be, obviously, what transpires within the confines of the secondary wave that potentially is going to be here. Um, and obviously, cold and flu season being here or coming. Um, and allergies and all that. I've had al allergies kicking my butt for the next three days. And I was like, man, if, if you know, some other person had been looking at me, they'd probably be thinking, you, uh, you got some COVID going on. But uh, it's all good. So a couple of shares that I've grabbed um, actually this morning. I wasn't intending on, uh, sorry, just fixing my makeshift uh, dream catcher that uh, my daughter made me these awesome bracelets and I, love them and keep them with me all the time instead of wearing them i keep them up here where i always am so anyways um yeah a few shares that i came up with this morning um in my ventures around the internet and awesome shares from all uh all of my the the community soul tribe of uh peeps that have been gracious enough to share their info with me and i wanted to put together a quick little show um do some chats about the Black Lives Matter movement um, and you know, a lot of unrest and things that are starting to come to the surface. Uh, the last thing that kind of kicked my butt into gear because I haven't done a show in a while was uh, my mom. <laughs> Shouts out to my mom. This morning she literally said to me, she's like, so uh, you've been quiet. Actually, no. She said, I haven't heard uh, a show from you in a while. And I'm like, okay, mom. <laughs> she's like, I guess you're researching yeah mom but uh so yeah sort of, what's up mom and thanks for getting my my button to gear for doing something um and another friend of mine said yeah you've been quiet lately what's going on and uh you know don't ever mistake my my quietness for me you know giving up or not being around or anything like that it's uh sometimes collective consciousness dictates that flow um you know and i'm not one to be saying that uh you know i dictate or anything or, or play more of a, a role than i do within the, the realm of collective consciousness that's not it at all it's literally just the times where you're being true to yourself to say that you know right now collective consciousness for me dictates that i just need to be quiet just observe uh you know still meditate meditating is a daily practice for me um but just observing is the biggest thing. So anyways, enough 
with that stuff on and on to the things that I would like to show you guys. So let me hit my share screen, click that. Bear with me, folks. All right, let's go. So, uh, does that work? All right, cool. Yeah, we got sharing on now. Okay, so big shouts out to my first guy, Ron Flip, off of uh, off of Facebook. Um, he hit me up with this share. Um, this more, actually, no, sorry. You know what? I shared it on Facebook. So I'm going to go back. So he hit me up with a share off of, um, not this dude, but a guy by the name of, it's King underscore Haru. Um, I'm just going to flip over to my page real quick. I should have had it queued up. I apologize profusely for that, guys. Um, but, 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 there we go. Nope, not there either. Did I not get it? There we go. Nothing. All right. So here we got LeBron. Uh, so we all know about the NBA right now, or people who know fans know of the NBA. Um, they're doing this Black Lives Matter movement. Um, they've got Black Lives Matter on their jerseys, their shirts. It's on the floor. Um, it's everywhere. Um, all good is what it is. Uh, I just want to, I want, I want you guys to see the, uh, the salute LeBron James and his salutes. Let's see this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So yeah, big shouts to this gentleman again, Ron Flipman for the share and then King Haru for this one. Um, so watch this. So we got the chest pound, typical LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. She points up towards the full society thinking he's whoops. Upper side, then he throws the diamond up. Then you got the six six, whoop whoop. And then you got the cross armed, right? Which we know is the Wakanda salute. Um, and yeah, I <laughs> watch it again. So we got the chest pound. Then we got a point towards full society thinking he's thankful. Let's see that. I gotta, I'll rewind. I'll run this again and we'll pause it on the third run. Take it on. So you got the 666. Then you got the cross arm salute, which we know is the Rwanda for the passing of um, the Black Panther guy. Apologize for not knowing his name. Um, so the symbols and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So again, we got the chest pump. One, two, three. So point up towards full society thinking he's thanking the creator okay up top but then boom illuminati triangle now again the triangle is a triangle and i'm i'm the part of the, the 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 idea of and i've talked about this before the idea of the triangle three sides which we have the pinnacle up top the gold capacitor to be believed now if you look at the symbolism that's before us the it, the, the pyramids that are in Egypt, uh, the tops of the pyramids are all cut. 
because um, they all had gold capacitors when they were in when they did their thing back in the day, I'm not going to get into all that now, but they all were capped with gold capacitors. So they all um, have this chamfered or cut top. So when you see this, like the one that's in the middle of the picture here beneath the play symbol of the pyramid with the all seeing eye up top, it's indicating, yeah, there's that separation where that upper part is chamfered it's cut and that's where the all the power sits the all-seeing eye now from a representation of the three sides um as i've discussed before 369 replication within nikola tesla and his discoveries that everything is connected to nine and nine is the belief to be the number of mastery uh god's number if you will uh, god's frequency it's four, 432 hertz. That was a discovery that was made by Nikola Tesla in his research. Four plus three plus two. Four plus three is seven. Plus two is nine. Um, the eight, and again, I'm going by symbology. And you're strictly dealing with symbology when, when you're speaking with me. Uh, we're looking at, or when I'm spe speaking about this stuff on, on my podcast, um, the eight being a uh, symbolism or symbolic of infinity um, and it runs forever. Now there are certain things in life that we get trapped in infinity loops on, uh, which we, you know, there's a belief that we were trapped in infinity, infinity loop prior um, Donald Trump being the 45th president of the United States of America, four plus five being nine. He's the dude that's breaking the cycle. I don't know. Anyways. So I went off on a tangent. So the idea of the pyramid and why it's so important within the confines of human, humankind and human and man and woman is that you have the three sides. So I believe it's um, the father, the mother, and the son, one, two, three, leading to upper understanding. Um, the pyramid symbolical or symbolical sim on a symbol, symbology level represents the collection, right? So collection of everything beneath the earth. And as you get to the surface, it collects up and then it results in this pinnacle, this understanding, this higher level of truth. And once you've achieved that higher level of truth, you have the all-seeing eye, right? And you're able to see all. Now, when you look at the all-seeing eye, the all-seeing eye is a representation of our third ventricle, right? Our third, our third eye, which sits between our two eyes, which is like people of Indian culture, they um, salute that by putting the red dot on the middle of their foreheads, right? The Indian, the, the Indian dot. Um, we've always heard references of the third eye, uh, the pineal gland, the acorn thing that sits between our eyeballs. Uh, if you've see, seen Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day when he stuck that silver claw up his nose to pull out the homing device, that was representing the third eye, the pineal gland, the acorn structure. And that's why acorns, if you see acorns in uh, Catholicism in churches and whatnot, the acorn is always, um, what's the word? It's always honored uh, symbolically. Um, you'll see some staffs of, uh, of leaders who, are, who have acorns and that's a nod towards the pineal gland. So here, back to the Instagram post, we've got LeBron throwing up the diamond, which we've all seen. Now again, we've got the 6-6, six, six, right? So you got the three. So here, I'll, I'll make it complete. Oh, sorry, I apologize. So I, I did. But anyways, you saw him throw up the three. So the three, three, the 6-6. Six, six. Now, 
the whole 666 thing, um, again, I numerology holds many different meanings for many different people at many different times. Um, I can't speak to what 666 represents for you. I can't speak to what 666 represents for these guys. I can't speak to what 666 is all about. Um, you know, the city of Toronto has an area code 416. You add it up, it, it equals 11, right? And then we've got Drake, who's, you know, honored the owl, right? And people have said that the owl is a nod towards like, you know, the Illuminati and all seeing and knowing all and all this stuff. And he calls himself the six God and all these things. So again, you know, if we, I can understand him, you know, playing around with symbology and I can understand LeBron James playing around. I can understand LeBron James buying a pizza par parlor. Well, no, I actually can't understand LeBron James buying a pizza parlor. I want to know why LeBron James didn't like, Number one, why is Taco Tuesday such a big thing now? Like, make tacos great again. Like, what is that about? Um, but I want to know if tacos are so great, why didn't he buy a taco chain? Or why didn't he buy a taco restaurant? Why do you have to buy a pizza place? Um, this guy's all up on tacos. So unless we're going to go symbology, and you all know what tacos <laughs> on a, on a uh, urban, dictionary, urban dictionary level means, right? Anyways, um, back to the Instagram clip. Click. So again, the cross. Now, I don't know. I'm going to try to see if I can zoom in on this. I can't read it. Okay, here we go. At let, oh, shit. Uh-oh, I just undid it. Sorry, guys. Uh, let me zoom back out a couple clips. Okay, at left, first step in the super excellent master's mason degree. Really? At right, second sign of select master's mason's degree wow okay i really didn't know about that so all right so we got some masonry talk now so the freemasons are an interesting group um wow this episode may explode um masons are, are interesting um when you start off as a mason you're like a first i think you're just like you're not anything and then you make your first degree and then you proceed up. Now, apparently, uh, George Floyd, our boy George George Floyd, was uh, a sixth degree Mason. Interestingly, um, and apparently, uh, the highest degree that you can achieve in Freemasonry is the thirty third degree. And the thirty third degree is like the level where you learn. Obviously, the higher levels you are in the degrees, the more you learn, the more you know. Uh, apparently the 33rd degree, and that was only achieved by, well, obviously the guy that I believe started it or somebody that came shortly after, but in the 33rd degrees where they believe, where they really installed the programming from, again, this is my research and please don't take this to the bank, but from my understanding in and around the 33rd degree, or just before that, maybe the 29th degree, who knows, um, it's installed uh, where the satanic worship comes into play, I believe. And again, don't quote me on that. Um, it could be done even earlier, but this is speculation on my part. Um, but again, the higher up you go in Freemasonry, the more you learn about, uh, about it and the secrets of, of being a Freemason. Um, he... Not what I don't know what that word said. He some he oh his god is Lucifer and his he has no problem 
Showing it off. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, there's your boy LeBron. Now, this is another clip that I found that I thought was pretty dope. Um, now, this clip's from 2016. It's an interview that Lil Wayne did with Nightline. Um, and this is you know Lil Wayne and his authentic self. I've watched the whole thing in six minutes, but I, I just really wanted to key in on like the last minute or two of the interview. And again, this was back in 2016, right? And Lil Wayne, from my understanding, that dude, like, he ain't right. Um, like, he's not, you know, I, as they say, you either choose left or right. Um, we chose left back in the 1900s when we chose direct current as our exercise in, in, uh, in currency selection, so to speak, versus alternating, which is what Nikola Tesla was all about. Um, this time in 2020 with, you know, COVID and everything, we've got the left fight fighting the right. Um, I'm telling you guys, like I said, from the very beginning, like this isn't a situation where it's like, there's a gray area. You're literally either left or right. There's no in between. Um, and the, I, again, the, the, the formula for that is literally yes or no. Um, you can't justify it either way, shape or form. Now, what I find interesting is, Lil Wayne has said many, many things in his lyrics. Um, he's made his tattoos are pretty representative. Like they have a lot of you know representation in there. Now we don't know how much of an maybe he has a handler and maybe he has you know an influence on that. And when I say handler, um, there is a belief that in in Hollywood and music and everything that in order to make your yourself you know famous and hit those levels, that you have to sell yourself um, to a, you know, to a black, a black power. When I say black power, I don't mean black person power. I mean like literally good versus evil, like an evil power. So, um, to hear him speak like this in 2016, um, is interesting. Take a listen. For an illegal weapon possession. When you look back at prison, has it been life changing? I learned a lot about people. You're all on the same level. You're all going through the same thing. Everybody wants to go home. But outside of a jail cell, his celebrity status has clearly shaped his perspective. And just quickly, that one clip, right? We're all trying to go to the same place. Like that's really need to take a minute on that when we talk about we need to do better as people and all these things. We need to understand that you, the guy down the hall, the guy that lives next door to you, the guy that, that shovels your driveway or the person that mows your lawn <laughs> or the person that you're getting gas from in the morning or the person that calls you to tell you that your bills are due, whatever it is, right? These, we are all trying to get to the exact same place and that's the finish line. Now we can assume that just like you're going to hear at the end of this interview, which Lil Wayne literally eloquently states that if it has nothing to do with me, I don't want anything to do with it. Stirring controversy on Fox Sports when he said he personally doesn't see racism because so many of his fans are white. I thought that was clearly a message that there was no such thing as racism. There was a lot of backlash from people about that. Would you change it, what you said, or no, you still be the same way? What's your thought on, on Black Lives Matter? What is it? What, what do you mean? 
the idea was that there's this movement called Black Lives Matter, thinking that the rest of America didn't seem to understand that, that Black Lives Matter. It just sounds weird. I don't know that you put a name on. It's not a name. It's not whatever, whatever. It's somebody got shot by police for up reason. I am a young, black, rich If that don't let you know that America understand black matter these days, I don't know what it is. Don't come at me with that dumb man. My life matter, especially to my Do you separate yourself from it? I don't feel connected to a damn thing that ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> if you do, you crazy you. I'm connected to this flag right As I'm connected, I'm a gangbanger, man. I'm connected. He ended our interview angrily. Wow. Will Wayne is in the business of making music, not apologies. Right. For Nightline, I'm Lindsay Davis How in New York. Got up. Bent. Really? Dude. <laughs> Again, that was back in 2016. Uh, four years later. Um, where are we? <laughs> Amazing. Um, it's mind blowing. So yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the concept of, um, Black Lives Matter is, is, it's interesting. Um, it's truth. All lives matter, right? This is what I've been saying from jump is that like, there's not one person or one person's life. And we can't segregate by drawing another group into this. We have to look at this from a standpoint of like the individuals. Take a look at this. Right? Black lives matter. Black lives matter. But you wanna defund the police for black people. Okay, so just to paint a picture here, there's a, <laughs> paint a picture. This street has like Black Lives Matter written perfectly in beautiful yellow letters. This woman has got a t-shirt on, big shouts to Bevelyn Beatty. Jesus Matters on her shirt, and she's pouring black paint on top of Black Lives Matter. Now let's listen to what she has to say. You're lying. No, we're not standing for Black Lives Matter. We want our police. Refund our police. Refund, Refund our police. Y'all don't care about black lives. Get the pay. Y'all don't care about black lives. Refund the police. Refund the police. They say black lives matter. They say black lives matter, right? We all know, we've all read the reports about Antifa being uh, dispersed to all of our communities and starting these riots. So why are celebrities so hinged on helping them get out of jail, seeing the devastation that they have caused to our communities. So I keep getting the same question. Gilly, you always giving this, up game. Why you don't get no game on Black Lives like Matter? Because I don't get to that shit, nigga. Bruh. All lives matter, nigga. Gilly went squeaky, yeah. goes crazy. You are the racist. The racist is you. It's because yeah. that white guy yeah. killed that. The racist. The racist is you. It's because yeah. that white guy yeah. killed that. You yeah. think they're racist? The racist, the black lives matter. Yeah. Go to Chicago. Yeah. They don't have schools. Yeah, yeah, I don't give up. And they die every day. They don't matter. Because you can't get attention from that. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Group of hypocrites. Like, no. Go to Southeast DC, Northeast. Tell them black lives matter. 
and if it matters, it should matter everywhere. You guys are hypocrites. Attention seekers. Attention seekers. Black lives should matter everywhere. It doesn't take a white cop to kill a black person to matter. Right. So I'm here today because I heard about a demonstration on, you know, the George Floyd event, um, situation, which I'm going to be honest about it. It's wrong that, you know, anything like that should happen. Okay? It's very wrong. My problem is it shouldn't, it shouldn't be an opportunity for a group of people to use that as an excuse or to come across as victims. No one is a victim here. Everybody knows that black kills black more than anything. You know that. When he said he personally doesn't see racism because so many of his fans are white. Yeah, back to that little wing clip, which brings you full circle. Um, so I'm going to stop this share. Boom. Hey, what up? I hope everything got recorded. Uh, I'm going to have to view that, obviously, make sure that that went through okay. Um, so yeah, black lives totally matter. So do white, so do yellow, so do purple, so do gray, red. Um, and it's funny because like, <laughs> I'll get personal for a quick second. Um, when I was growing up, like people would literally ask me, kids in school, which I totally like, I didn't, I get upset because I mean, I was just as ignorant because I wasn't raised to see color right? My parents and crazy concept, like, what am I? Uh, my parents never taught, or I'm sorry, let me back that up and say my mom and my grandparents never taught me uh, to see color. Um, I remember being in, uh, in Greenglade Public School in Mississauga uh, when I was younger grade seven grade eight so it was like what 13 and um one of my friends she's like killian what are you are you white or are you black like, i don't know i literally I had no idea was like ah, black right because i like look at my hair no idea right and it's just a big giant like whatever but it is what it is <laughs> but i'll tell you I'm from Trinidad and I'm mixed, of course, right? My grandfather is from the UK, served in the war uh, in World War II. He cooked on the ship, blah, blah, blah. Um, and my grandmother's Venezuelan on my mom's side, right? So, and they settled in Trinidad. But the thing is, when people say, hey, I'm from Trinidad, well, it's like saying, hey, I'm Canadian. Well, it doesn't mean anything. Like, where are you from, right? Canada is a country that people settled in. Right, Trinidad is a country that people settled in. Like they are offshoot countries. Like Canada, surprise, surprise, it's an offshoot country. You're, it's not a, a, a heritage unless you are native. Right, natives are the only ones that are permitted to claim this country. Right, so if I had to say it, then I'm more native than I'm. I'm native Canadian, damn it. Like straight up, because my my heritage, my astrology, my alignments, my understanding of of God my Buddhist self and ways, I understand to be more native. The native way of life speaks to me versus anything else that I've ever come in contact with. Make my choice, that's my choice, right? So, but back home in Trinidad, where we actually take time, and I mean, this may come across as ignorant and it's, it's, it's by any means of, of not, it's not ignorant, it's a statement and, and observation. Um, versus damnation, um, 
we tend to understand the culture a little bit more or under, yeah, can't know. That's too, again, condemning. Getting to my point, um, we have white trinnies, we have black trinnies, we have red skinned trinnies. So back home, I'm considered to be a red boy. Boom, right? They would call me a red boy because when I tan, I turn bronzy, right? Call me a red skin. That's what they would call me. So red skin, right? And that comes right back to, you know, Washington Redskins, the Indian, the brothers. Yeah, same thing. Right. So if we want to throw it at that, then native Canadian, right? I came right back home. Right. Trinidad offshoot. Settled there, or well, my parents, grandparents settled there. And then I found Indian culture here back home in Canada. Native Canadian or Native Indian, right? Because natives, again, are the only ones that can actually claim this country of Canada. And it's interesting. Anyways, I don't know if shoot about Alaska. That's another thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I can't. Unfortunately, with the Black Lives Matter thing, you know, I totally get it. I support it. I understand it. But I also say to you, like, the, the fine print to that, like, the little note underneath that is, yeah, but ALM, all lives matter. Right? And it's cool. I fully support one pedestal here, another pedestal here, however many pedestals we need. Right. But we all need to say that all lives matter because they are all important to what we're doing. Right. And all we're doing is trying to get to the finish line. That's all we're trying to do. Right. So as uh, I think it was Renaissance man, uh, he's a YouTuber guy. Um, he so eloquently said, okay, black lives matter. When it was like black lives matter, comma, when question mark. Right. And it's like, okay, well, now that we've established that platform of Black Lives Matter, and it's like, okay, well, when do you when do you want to use it? Because we can use that, we can use Me Too, we can use uh female empowerment, we can use um the vets, we can use multiple sclerosis. We just said multiple sclerosis today. Like there's all these different little things that all matter to us individually, right? that we can pick and choose what we want to use that all it does is further segregate and further exclude. I don't know if this is a word, but hell, it sounds good. I'm going to throw it out. Exclusifies. Yeah, that's right. So that's exclusivity exercised, right? So you take something where, okay, well I'm black. So I get to participate in black lives matter full fronted because I can say black lives matter. Right. But if I want to support, um, the Me Too movement, well, I'm not female, but I can support the movement, right? But again, I'm not fully part of that movement because I'm not female. So there's exclusivity has just been, been exercised, right? And then you've got multiple sclerosis as an example. Guess what? I have multiple sclerosis, so I won the lottery this time. I get to participate in the multiple sclerosis day fully. So go to A&W, buy hamburger. I mean, everybody can go, go to A&W and buy hamburger on multiple sclerosis day and your donations will go towards the MS Society of Canada, which is awesome. And thank you so much for that. Right. But understand that from a standpoint of like exclusivity, you've introduced further segregation. So until we get to a standpoint where we can actually say and this is the only movement why I will fully say that everybody can support this wholeheartedly with no doubt is all lives matter. ALM, if you want to go there, 
because every single one of our lives matter, right? And in terms of Black Lives Matter, well, the big thing is what matters is obviously being able to provide, right? When your needs are met, you want no more. Bottom line, right? When your needs are met, and again, listen to this carefully, when your needs are met, want no more. And that is, an, is, is knowing that when your, your needs are taken care of, that you should not want. When bare essence and, you know, essence of life and money and everything is there for you to be able to get the things that you have to supply for the bare essentials, that's it. You're done. You're good to go. You're able to make it to the finish line. You can finish this race, right? And get off this damn rock or come back again to do it again if you haven't learned your lessons yet. Right? So when you need not, you want not. That is the, the belief and the, the idea and the practice. So from a standpoint of when you need not and you want not, then we'll begin to ask, well, when all the bare essentials and necessities of life are, are met, do we then begin to privatize? And do we, when I say privatize, meaning make ourselves and our lives more private and stop trying to compare to other people? right? And look at the Facebook posts and the Instagram posts. And instead of supporting, or sorry, instead of, of wanting and being jealous as such, we start to become supportive of one another and build towards a successful where we actually start to support our fellow brother that is not of the same mother, brothers from another mother, literally. You know, on a professional level, black lives have always mattered. Hispanic lives have always mattered. White lives have always mattered because when we when we see those those employer statistic web pages and all these different things and the 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 ads and the commercials and everything and we hear it and we say we hear so and so is an equal opportunity employer. Guess what? Black lives matter because they made that statement. And that statement's being made that's been made for years. And again, that's on an employee, an employment standpoint, right? That employees, or sorry, employers have always made it known. Even on when you're going to fill out that job application, what nationality are you? So they can figure out if we have too many white people on staff and you're white, guess what? You're not making the damn cut because we have this, this, this column that needs to be filled, right? Of standard black people that we have to apply. And unfortunately, it's just the way it is. That is the, 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 the society. Society has dictated us as employers that we have to publicly disclose the amount of people that we hire from each column. Where do they fit? And, and we can say, okay, we have 50% white, 10% black, 10% and 10% alien, right? That is, they, they have to do that. And they've been doing that, right? So all that matters, as I was saying earlier, is when your needs are met. So when you get that job and you're getting paid, your needs are met, that's the only time that you honestly matter. You are getting your cash from the job that you got because you are a black person, let's say. And I'm not saying, I'm not being ignorant. Please, please, please save me. Because you're going to be like, all right, you've got the job because you're black. No, it's not like that. What I'm saying is you've got the job, right? That is where you as a person humbles yourself and says, thank you for what I've got. I'm just going to go on my way and stop complaining. 
Um, FK, no, again, it's not coming across as complaining or anything like that. These are making just statements, very, very broad statements about what's happening out there and how we're forgetting what we literally came here to do and came here to accomplish, which is to learn these lessons of life and get it and understand it so that we can proceed forward and provide. Because the lessons that we're learning, the only thing we're supposed to do when we, when we, when we learn those lessons is, as I, I you know, say, is ingest them, right? Chew them up, masticate them, massage them around, swallow whatever you like, you like, toss back out what you don't, poop it out, whatever, right? But absorb it. And it's for you. It's for you to develop self. And when you develop self, then you take those lessons and things that you've observed and whatever's fit with your innate and you pass those on to the people around you. And you know, when I say beneath you, those that have come, those that come after you, your children and the younger folk and things like that, and become a person who speaks of light through the lessons that you've learned and observed. And the only way that we're ever 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 able to do that is by honest, open communication, because books have been invaded, because we don't know what the reasons are anymore, unless we trust that author and we know where they're coming from, what their schools are. And I know, obviously, there's good authors, bad authors, good thoughts, bad thoughts, whatever. But the authentic authenticity, I'm finding the authentic authenticity of of sorry, the authenticity of which one speaks with is the magic that they're able to, I guess, conjure, come forward with, right? If I'm an authentic person about something, I'm real about something, it's not a matter about being able to paint a picture or tell a tale, tell a lie or anything. But look, I'll tell you guys, there's so many times I'll take the mic I'll just start talking. And no, I'm not a fan of making notes and all that stuff. And I'll forget my thoughts and whatever, right? Because I'm a raw, unrefined instrument of the universe. Do I want to be refined further? Whatever, whatever happens, happens. But for this point in time, I'm just taking my mind thoughts and the things that I've observed and what I observe. And I'm just, for lack of a better term, throwing up all over your shoes. And that's a term I use quite honestly, or quite often, is I've thrown up all over your shoes. Feel free to pick and choose what you want from them. Just how I am as a person. Shotgun mentality. Hopefully one sticks. That's it. So when it, the um, Black Lives Matter, I, I, you know, we'll, I'll always say, you know, all lives matter. We don't need to label ourselves. We don't need to, you know, broadcast. Like everything about this process is becoming very privatized. I'm actually going to start using that. You know, businesses, we talk, they talk about privatized big business and all these different things. I'm saying that human life needs to become privatized, right? People need to, to pull back you know, the Facebook stuff and all that, whatever. Like I, I post now on Facebook and I, I'm, I'm on public. I don't give a crap. Right? There's nothing I'm trying to hide from anybody. It doesn't matter. You judge me, talk crap about me, say whatever. Like there's so there's so many things out there that can be misinterpreted and that's not what I meant and whatever. And I, you know, I always love to love to say I quote Jay-Z on this one. The uh Jay-Z's another winner. What a loser. 
you know, he's got a great lyrics. Who knows who actually writes his lyrics if he does, or I don't know, but that's another situation that, uh, you know, he's been on the, the, the flight logs and all that stuff with Epstein. So Jay-Z's an Epstein fanboy. Um, so there's a problem there, but anyways, his lyric, he so eloquently said, never have an argument with an idiot. People from a distance can't tell who is who. And it's true, right? If uh, I'm going to get into a conversation or you're going to get into a conversation with somebody and you're both going to be expelling energy on a subject, right? Again, energy is invisible. So unless I'm able to interpret that energy, I'm just observing that energy. I'm just observing two people going back and forth and I have no idea what's being said. I, I, I don't know. Right. So at the end of the day, you could see legitimately see LeBron James and Kobe Bryant having a conversation about the best way to shoot a jump shot. You'd never be able to tell who's saying what. If you didn't know, you're just be like two black guys sitting on a on a park bench talking about a jump shot. You may see hand motions come out or whatever, but like unless you're privy to the conversation, you have no idea what what, what they're talking about. So people from a distance can't tell who's who. Guys, all lives matter, no matter what. Uh, big shouts to being here for helping, being human, being real and authentic.